Hey guys, Johnny Nuggets back with you once again. This week we are talking about can you can you overwork? Can a human work too much? And that's something that's a bit controversial to a lot of people because you have one part of the spectrum of people that say we're Americans are working too much, we're working 40 hours. I know in Europe, they're trying to basically limit the work day, work week to 32 hours. So four days, eight hours a week. Neither here nor there, but that is something pretty interesting. So to answer this question, I have, you know, talked to a lot of people in all different industries and all different walks of life, really. And I get a lot of conflicting reports. I get People who say, hey, I work too much, you know, I I can barely see my family or uh, the other spectrum is more of I'm working way too hard, making too, like, not enough money, like, I'm barely scraping by. So I get it. There's two spectrums. There's one giant spectrum to it. And I'm blessed to have a job where I make, I make decent money. So uh, with that being said, can you overwork? And shout out to October, the month of October. I don't know about you. I hope you guys are having a great October. But my October is going really well. I'm just in a better mental mindset than I have been in, in months. I feel I feel better mentally, physically, emotionally. And it's just amazing. And football's in the air. The leaves are turning like brownish gold. Uh it's just the weather is 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 nice. So October has been really, really awesome. And if you guys are struggling through this October, trust me, guys, you guys will have some better months ahead. And I know for me, I'm going to have some better months ahead and going to have some months that I'm going to feel terrible. But I feel like I've made it through the hardest part of my year. Knock on wood. Uh, but I feel like I've, I feel like, yeah, I'm not going to jinx myself, but anyway, back to the top. Can you overwork? Can you work too too much? Can you do more than you're, you should? You know, in the Bible, it's uh, the prodigy says that God, in his first week, created the earth in six days, and then one day he took a rest day. So I do believe in the value of rest. I do believe that you need cool down periods because trust me, I'm, I would, I need it. I work, I work in sales. So I literally am paid to talk and push a couple buttons here and there, but it is, it is stress. It is, I, any job that you, you're in, you're stressed. I've, I've had so many different jobs over my young, tomacious life. I've been in, I've been in dead end jobs. I've been in, you know, in high school, I was in complete dead end jobs. When I was in college, some dead end jobs there. Then I, then I started working in sales and it's, it's a decent job, but I know what it's like to, you know, grind, grind, barely able to, you know, afford rent, barely able to afford food for that matter. So I do, I do know the value of hard work. 
when I was 19 years old, I was working two part, part-time jobs, dead-end jobs, like complete dead-end jobs, making ends meet, barely. I don't, without the grace of God, I don't know how that, that was possible. I don't even know to this day how it was possible because I was literally making nothing. Yet <laughs> I was somehow paying rent, eating, and not depressed or anything like that. So, but back to the topic, can you overwork? I believe that some people can overwork. I feel like it's dependent on the person themselves. For me, I love to work. Uh, if, well, oh, let me rephrase that. I love to work if I love the job. If I love the job, I'll work lots, lots, and lots. When I was a manager in sales for the longest time, I was working 60, 70, 80 hours a week at that job. Yes, it was because I loved doing it, but it was also because I wanted to make sure that the reps that I had knew I had their back, knew I was putting in the time, knew I was putting in the effort. Because I remember when I was in non-management for the longest time, I felt a little bit like management slacked off a bit. And I never wanted anyone that looked up to me in management, any of the people that I was leading to think I was taking days off, that I was not giving it my all. So there were some days where I would go into work at 9 a.m., clock out at 9 a.m. when we closed. There were days where I motivated people. I... It was a tumung- it was a turbulent time when I was management. We had our head manager leave. He got a better job, I think in like Indiana or something, something wild. But he he left the industry completely to go do something he really wanted to do. And I was all about it. Not just because it was my time to shine, but because he achieved something he wanted to. And I was achieving something I wanted to. And dang the torpedoes, you know. But I made an oath to myself and to the people I was about to leave. That no one would work harder than me at that store. No one would work harder in management than me. No one in the entire district would, you know, bust their butt more than me because I had it I had I had to for me my my mentality is I'm my own biggest critic I've told you guys this numerous times like I am not going to have someone else outwork me out hustle me you know because it, it's a poor reflection on me it's a poor reflection on my my last name it's a poor reflection on my work ethic it's a poor reflection on my goals in life so for me, it's unacceptable. And everything I do, I give it my all, whether it's working out, whether it's work. You know, the only the only time I feel like I haven't given it my all was in some relationships. But truly, I do feel like I was giving it all because I was literally, I had some relationships where they didn't like that I had jobs that I loved. And they wanted more time with them. Deservingly so. But I always justified it 
and you can agree or disagree with me on this, but I always said, hey, I'm doing really good at my job. I really love my job. I love what I do, and I'm really good at it. And if I have that work ethic and desire, it will only help me and you in the future be able to have a lifestyle that we want. So for me, that would be the only area of my life that I feel like I do struggle with. But that could just be a that could just be a I don't know how to describe it, but basically I haven't found the right person for me yet. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I missed out on the right person for me. Maybe maybe the right person for me I pushed to the edge and they broke up with me. Or maybe I broke up with them. I don't know. I've been I've dated people and there were some people that I, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, they weren't good for me. And then years later, I'm like, well, maybe they were. Maybe I missed out. Or there were some people where I was like, you know, maybe, like, maybe I missed out. And then years later, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad that that didn't work out. It's amazing what life can bring you. Life, life puts me through the ringer every freaking day, man. Like, neither here nor there. But for me, overworking is not something that I believe strongly in for myself because when I have too much time on my hands, I overthink things. I overthink people. I overthink jobs. I overthink anything, really, my own life as well. For me, I, I want to make a difference in this world. I don't know if it's because of my faith. I don't know if it is because it's just my personality. But I want to do something better than me. Bigger than me, actually. And some people don't have that drive. And some people want to just float on with life. And if they're happy with that, then great. I have nothing, nothing wrong with that. But for me, I need to know when I put my head on that pillow every night that I helped someone out, or I affected someone's life, or I did something of meaning and purpose. And if I don't, then it was a disappointing day. It's not like I beat myself about it intensely. It's not that that deep, but I do want to do things that make a difference in life. And I hope I've made a difference in a lot of people's lives so far. And I feel like the best is yet to come. That's one of the other reasons I want to jump into politics. Because I want people to rally behind me. I mean, people already rally behind me. But I want to have a voice for people that are don't have that, I guess, alpha mentality. I don't know. I think that's a little... That's a little cocky to say, but I want I want to be a voice to people that their gift is not public speaking, their gift is not talking to strangers, their their gift is not politicking with people, uh, making deals under the table, making deals, making loyalty deals, being loyal. 
being able to shake, have a, sh- a, 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 you know, I don't know what it's called. I'm going to really butcher this, but the meaning of a handshake and the meaning of that type of deal where it's one person with another person symbolizing something that's about to happen. Loyalty runs deep for me. And that's one of the reasons I do want to get into politics. Because I know I know how people operate. I know how I can ignite people. I know how to balance what I want and get what I want, but also, you know, leverage with other people. It's like a light switch. It's like it's it's neither here nor there. It, it's instant. And who knows? Maybe I maybe maybe people won't rally behind me in politics. Maybe I'll fail that. I failed a lot in life, so nothing new. But for me to overwork, not an option. I work. I've worked probably last three years. No, no, I'm not gonna pat my. I'm not gonna. <laughs> it hasn't been three years. Let me see. Well, it ha- It's been. Th- it's been like four years. It's been four years when I've had two jobs. Now, for the jobs being full time, now. Two of those years, they were both part-time jobs. But the past two years, solid two years, I've had a full-time job, a part-time job. I loved it. I loved it, man. Like, I love that I I outworked probably 80% of Americans who work 40 hours a week or less. It gave me and a sense of achievement, a sense of being proud of working hard. In these past two years, it hasn't been because of the need for more money. Let me let me tell you guys something. My my full time job, I could, you know, easily get by on that job. Easily get by on that job. But for me, that part time job. That part-time dead-end job that I've had for two-plus years, probably almost three years now, I like that job. And I, I wouldn't say I'm going to do that job forever, but for me in this, in this moment, it's the best job for me. Let me explain why. Because every time I work there, I work there once or twice a week, twice at most. But when I do work there, Never mind that it's a whole lot easier of a job than my full-time job. Like, I feel like even a, you know, I don't know, a, I don't know. I feel like even a, I I have no idea the right expression, but even a giraffe could do my job. But, But the point is, it is definitely a very low stress job. And the people that I work with there, I love. I've worked there almost two plus years. They're like family to me. I try to know a lot of the people that work there. And it's hard because working there, there's like 70, 80 employees, probably more now since they opened up a new sector in the job. But 
probably like 100 plus. I try to know a lot of them. And I've loved that job. I've I've had a love-hate relationship with that job. I've had literally managers try to, you know, take me out, <laughs> get me fired. Um, a little bit, I think it was a little bit of insecurity with them, knowing that uh, they were, I was well-liked more than they were. But that's not the point. The point is being able to talk with the working, the working family, the working the people that have built this nation. That's a that's slightly exaggeration, but it's it's like a more of a blue collar type job than sales. It's it's people who work and work hard for their money. And I love that. No one's better than anyone else at that job, really. Even the the management, the managers, they don't make a, a exorbitant amount of money. It's decent, but it's not, you know, well-off money. It's it's a whole lot different than my sales job. People there are content, I feel. People there slide by because they're making enough where they don't have to put in a lot of work. But at this other job, everyone's working hard. Everyone, but it's a sense of family. It's a sense of togetherness. It's a... I've known a lot of these people that have worked there for years. I have old women that work there that treat me like their son, that love me, that always ask me about, they'll just ask me random things when I work there. Like, they'll ask me, how's your football team doing? Or have you been talking to any girls lately? Are they, let me see them, are they attractive? Pull up a picture. Or they'll talk to me, they'll be like, hey, how's your family doing? Or what are you doing this weekend? I love them. I love working with the people that I work with. But I know I'm not going to have that job forever. It's motivation, though. When I was in management and sales about a year ago, I kept that I kept that part-time job. I did trust me, I did not need that job. I was making I was making management type money in a sales job. So I was making for my age definitely decent money. But I loved that job. I loved how no one else thought they were better than anyone else. I loved how when I worked there, people I was just one of them. I wasn't someone that they knew, oh, it's it's him. Or push the sale. Because in this other job, it's not sales at all. It's not sales related. So, but I, I've had past relationships be like, why do, you, why do you still have that job? And I'm just like, I've never really told them why. But it's to keep me humble. That's the biggest thing because there I'm not in management there. No one looks up to me there. In fact, there are some people there that have tried to take me down <laughs> and it's just, it just helps keep me level headed. I make a little bit of extra money, so that's cool. I get a discount, so that's cool too, but it keeps me 
it keeps my ego from going too high. Because there, I'm just, you know, I'm just someone. I'm just a guy named Johnny. And there will be a time where once I get now, I've already told my new sales job. They know I have a part-time job. And they're like, why do you have a part-time job? You make you make enough money here. I'm like, because. I I tell them, and I think this is true for the most part, that if you promote me again, if you promote me, not the next promotion, but the one after that, once I get that, I'll definitely quit my other job. And I'll put my heart and soul into this job like I have did for when I was in management a year ago with that one job, working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. But I came from nothing. My parents didn't spoil me. My parents actually probably, in fact, did the opposite. All my clothes, hand-me-down clothes. All my toys, hand-me-down toys. The only time I got something new would be for Christmas. They gave me little stuff every now and now and then. Like, but it was just small stuff. Like, they would take me for, like, I don't know. They would go get me some, like, treat. Because I love food. But they never gave me anything. And that instilled into me character to work harder than a lot of people. And to make them proud. Me being of Latino descent, family is everything to me. Family is above all, except for God, really. But for me, there's no part of overworking. Now, for other people, yes. People need breaks. People, people might not be as mentally strong, or if they are, it's a different type of strength. But there are some people that, yes, they do need time to rest. And for me, I do. I work six days a week. I don't work seven days a week. Usually. Sometimes I do. But I, I, I do many rests. So I can operate a full week if I have to work seven days a week. I can, if I get three or four hours of free time one, once during that week, I'm good. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to, to, you know, go out and achieve. When, when I was in early college, before I was working in sales, I was, I was a part-time manager at a clothing store. And I was a part-time associate at the place I'm at. That's my part-time job still to this day. There were times where I would get off work at my clothing store at two and have to go into work at two. <laughs> so I would literally clock off at 1.45, get into my car, go to the next shift, and boy, it was fun. It was fun. And a lot of people said, think when I tell them that story, they're like, you had a miserable life. It wasn't miserable. I knew a lot of people. I met a lot of people through both of those jobs. That was when I was working in Hagerstown. 
I wouldn't have changed my life for anything. And even when COVID was happening, that my 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 job stayed open because it was a necessity. And I could have went on unemployment and probably made a whole lot more money, but for me, I needed that that dead end job. Because for me, I'm a people person. I have to be out with people. And if I'm not out with people, I that's when I start to overthink. I get depressed. I think of all my regrets in life. And yes, I probably lost. I did the math. I lost $6,000 if I would have just gone on unemployment. But I was making an honest day's work. I create a bond at that one part-time job that has lasted for a long time and probably will last for years, years later. And I felt like I was making a difference because people needed what we offered at this job. And I was, I was literally part-time there averaging most weeks, like 18, 20 hours. When COVID happened, I was working 40, 45 hours. And I really felt I was making a difference. And I was, because we were understaffed. People were quitting left and right because of COVID. I felt it was my duty and my right to work. I was young enough where COVID in all likelihood would not have killed me. And I was ready. And I, I told myself, hey, that when COVID first started, when no one knew a lot about it, when people were saying COVID could, you know, kill you and it, it can, but for me, I was willing to take that risk. I was willing to die. I was willing to, I was willing to sacrifice myself to know that I made a difference and did something that needed to be done to help others. That's just how I'm wired. That's just how I'm built. So for so for most people, yes, I do believe that you need you need days to rest. But there's a small part of us out there that get off on work, that love to do what they do. And I'm I'm blessed, honestly. I'm blessed to have a job where it doesn't feel like a job that I can work. 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week if I have to, and it doesn't feel like it. It's not a it's not a job where I'm literally like in a warehouse or something like that. Because I've had those type of jobs. And trust me, they they feel like every minute, every hour that you're there, they you you can feel it. But the job I have now, it's literally God gave me the gift to talk. And I found something that helps me make money doing what I love. And I'm really good at it. So if you're, if you're someone who thinks that they work really hard, yet they need days off, hey, maybe you just haven't found the right job yet. Or maybe you have. But there are some people that, you know, fall in love with their job. They fall in love with what they do. I know a lot of people like doctors and teachers, they say they love what they do. And for me, I think I found what I love, what I am good at, and what doesn't feel like a job to me. And since it doesn't feel like a job to me, I work hard. I work harder than a lot of people in the industry. And 
Only good things come out of that. Pay raises, promotions, whatever. So I encourage everyone to take a quick, quick look into their life at what they do, what type of job they have. Close your eyes and just think, is this something I want to do for the next year, the next five years, the next 10 years? And if not, trust me, most of my audience is young, between 16 and 28. I've seen the demographic range. So the only thing, the one thing that we have is time, time to fail, time to screw up, screw up. The job before this job that I have now, I failed miserably. I failed miserably, but it was the right time for me to take that risk because I didn't have uh, a family that was depending on me. I didn't have children. So it was my time. It was my time to take a risk, and I took the risk. I don't regret it at all because now I know, hey, I'm not good at that. And it helped me do better in other areas of my life. So it's time. It's time for you if you're looking to take a risk in life, to jump headfirst and conquer whatever. Maybe you don't, but you won't regret not taking that chance. Anyway, this was the next episode. I believe we're at episode seven now. It's crazy. Time's flying. But thanks for your support. Make sure to like. Make sure to share. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. I really do love you guys. I love the support that I'm getting. And I will see you next time.